It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome back into the Letterman Lounge, everybody. That is Matt Park on the other side of that screen. But by now, you already know that because it's late November. It is time to begin winding down the 2024 recruiting class for Ohio State for the rest of college football. That February signing period has gone the way of the dodo bird almost, in a sense, as everybody signs in December. So the clock says November 22nd, 9.15 a.m., just for transparency as we talk about this, because things can change before you listen to this. Again, Matt, recruiting expert on the other side of that screen. I just host the damn thing. I'm Spencer Holbrook. Matt. Uh, big news for Ohio State actually this week on the eve, eve, eve of Ohio State-Michigan, um, the game. Uh, 2024 offensive lineman, four-star Northwestern commit game, Gabe Van Sickle decommits from the Wildcats uh, just a few days after David Braun is promoted to head coach there. Still can't hold on to a four-star offensive lineman that, that would have probably been a good piece for the, the rebuild of that program. Instead, um, the Buckeyes are hot on the trail after Gabe Van Sickle, an offensive lineman Justin Fry believes, uh, can help the Buckeyes. What are you hearing when it comes to Gabe Van Sickle um, and this recruitment that is all of a sudden heating up again? Yeah. Um, first off, I want to say like this was a decision, from my understanding, this was a decision that Van Sickle didn't come to very lightly. Um, he had been committed to Northwestern since May when Pat Fitzgerald was still there. Uh, and he en- endured that entire offseason, you know, all of that stuff, that 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 scandal, all, all of the things that happened uh, that we all know that happened at Northwestern or, or rather allegedly happened. Um, that led to the coaching change um, and, and kind of put the program, which is typically pretty consistent, like Northwestern played in what one or two Big Ten championships. Uh, they've been to Indianapolis a couple of times. Yeah. Um, and so, like, it was a pretty steady program. I mean, sure, it had its, you know, three and three and nine seasons here and there. But overall, it was pretty steady. Sent guys to the league, particularly offensive linemen, which is why I think this decision for Van Sickle was pretty difficult. Like, Northwestern was a kind of a low-key place for offensive linemen to get developed um, and, and go to the league. It, it reminds me a lot of, like how Mark D'Antonio used to be at Michigan state and just take like the, the low hanging fruit from the state of Ohio. And then they would go up to East Lansing and have pretty decent college careers. Um, Kind of the same thing. Gabe Van Sickle from Coopersville, Michigan, Uh, pretty, pretty equidistant between Chicago and Columbus. Uh, I think we looked this up the last Mm -hmm. a couple of times, a couple episodes ago. I'm not sure. All the days kind of are blending together right now as we are, sprinting a marathon to signing day, which is less than a month away. Um, but as it relates to Gabe Van Sickle, yeah, the decision was was a difficult one, as it, as it would be for anyone that is going to decommit from a place that they had been committed to for over six months. And so now he's back on the market. And the biggest the biggest program out there, the, the one that most people are going to associate his name with, is, of course, Ohio State, which is why we're talking about him. Ohio State, he's um, 
listed and like on rankings and things like that, at least on on three, he is as an interior offensive lineman. He plays tackle right now because, you know, he's 6'5", 315. So when you're that big and you're playing high school football, you're probably going to play the most important position on your offensive line. Unless you play like, you know, in the South or whatever like that, where they just grow football players on trees down there. Um, but that's beside the point. As it relates to Gabe Van Sickle, however, Ohio State does like that interior offensive line projection for him, particularly at the guard. Uh, they like him at guard. Honestly, with his metrics, though, I could see him playing all five positions. Uh, he is athletic enough to play all five positions. Could be a swing tackle if needed. But that kind of goes back to, is Ohio State going to get Jordan Seaton? Is Ohio State going to host Jordan Seaton? Which maybe we'll talk about that at the end of the Gabe Van Sickle conversation. But it certainly matters. And I wrote about this Wednesday morning for LettermanRoad.com. It certainly matters that Van Sickle made this decision. But I find it interesting. And you and I were talking about this a little bit before we started recording. I find it a little interesting that he just decommitted rather, rather than flipped. Um, which kind of tells me that there might be other programs not named Ohio State that are that are in on Van Sickle. I, I haven't heard of any. I'm sure someone else out there has, or I'm sure there's speculation that exists of other programs being in on Gabe Van Sickle. But as far as I know, Ohio State is is the big dog that's chomping at the bit. And Gabe Van Sickle was on campus twice within a like a month span or whatever, less than a month span. Took his official visit to Ohio State for the Penn State game on October 21st. And that was the first opportunity like where he got to sit down with Justin Fry, with Ryan Day. I mean, we cover official visits pretty extensively here. So the whole shebang of here's how you fit in this program on the field. Here's how you fit off the field. The academics, which are it's an important piece to the Van Sickle recruitment, which again, Northwestern's a pretty good school. So, like it's pretty hard to get into Northwestern. Um, as we have talked about here before. Once again, shout out Andy Backstrom. But uh I think moving forward, I think it's significant, like I said, I think it's significant that rather than a flip, he just decommitted, which tells me like I can't help but to think since that's what happened, that it's one of two things. One, there are other schools out there because he's a very low-key guy. Like, this is a very typical offensive line recruitment. Like, he's a very low-key guy, does not really want to talk that much, keeps things close to the chest. Like, I made jokes to – I think I think you and I had talked about this. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been surprised if we didn't hear anything about him until Ohio State announced his graphic that, you know, the kid from Coopersville, Michigan – heading to Columbus and we're like, Oh yeah. Okay. That makes sense. So a lot going on as, as Ohio state is heading towards signing day and they are potentially one, one domino closer to expanding its 2024 class with, with Gabe Van Sickle. Uh, on three has Gabe Van Sickle as the number 253 player in the country. Uh, the number 14 inside offensive lineman, the number five player in the state of Michigan. The industry ranking a little less friendly to him, 663 nationally, uh, the number 56 interior offensive lineman, and the number 14 player in the state of Michigan. That's just not correct. I mean, I'll go with on three's ranking over anybody's here, um, especially the rent, the industry, because here's here's the skinny on this. Um, on three leads the way, thinks the highest of Gabe Van Sickle, like I said, 253, 14, five. 
and that's Nationals uh, position state. 24-7 doesn't have him in their top 247, but he is the number 22 interior offensive lineman, uh, according to those folks, and he's the number 10 player in the state of Michigan. So they like him a lot. They're just not quite a top 247 guy for them. And then ESPN has him all the way down at the number 36 interior offensive lineman, the number 12 player in Michigan. And then Rivals is the lowest on him with a 5.5. He's the number 28 player in Michigan. They don't have a ranking for his interior offensive line. No offense to anybody else. I'm going to take on three's rankings over everybody's, and then I'm going to take 24-7s and put those two together, and that's how I'll get a feel for how good they think he is. Um, and I don't it's think worth, anybody... It's worth noting that on three on Monday, they just released uh, a big 2024 rankings update, um, which has 12 of Ohio State's 22 commits in the on 300. And Ohio State is also the only program with on threes ranking that has three commits in the top 20. So Buckeyes are doing all right, man. Yeah, it's a good class. And, you know, you look at some of the guys, uh, you know, up front, the interior offensive line that Gabe Van Sickle was rated ahead of just just for some reference points. Um, You know, there's an Alabama commit directly under him, an Oregon commit. They pride themselves on the offensive line. A couple of Georgia commits. Ian Moore is ranked lower than Gabe Van Sickle. So is William Satterwhite from Archbishop Hoban in Akron, who a lot of people have questioned why Ohio State didn't go after him. Well, Van Sickle is higher rated than he is. Um, You know, Jake uh, Guarnera, the the Michigan commit that a lot of people were pretty high on um, as as an underrated maybe gem of the, the Wolverines class. Gabe Vincicle's 20 spots higher than him. So it's not like I'm saying like Ohio State's outpacing all of these people in recruiting. It's just to give a reference of like there are guys that the Alabamas and the Oregons and the Georgias and the Michigans, because when you talk offensive line, you got to talk about the Wolverines. There are programs that like guys who are lower rated than what Gabe Van Sickle is. And so you see Northwestern commit, you see the three star in, in, in some rankings uh, beside his name and you say, Oh, whatever, this is just another one of those, you know, guys that Ohio state's going to take and have to develop. Not exactly. So I caution people to kind of poo poo this recruitment. I think this is a, a pretty big deal for the Buckeyes to be trending toward landing an offensive lineman, the caliber that uh, Gabe Van Sickle is. And that's the cool thing about about recruiting. One of the things I've really come to enjoy is senior tape, man. Like see a, a great senior season from like a low level power five kid and automatically put him into like the Alabama's Ohio State's Georgia conversation. If you just like do your thing your senior season and ball out and like this guy's nasty. Like he is just like you would not want to be a defensive lineman up against this guy. Like he just likes to hit dudes and like Ohio state needs a little more of that on its offensive line, quite honestly. And you look at it's 2024 class right now, as it is made up of Ian Moore, Deontay and Devontae Armstrong. And like, like we saw Ian Moore and like that guy likes to hit dudes. So like they got some maulers heading to Columbus and they, they might be, might be adding another with Gabe Van Sickle. We'll see what happens coming down the stretch here. If you look at Justin Fry's offensive line classes at UCLA, this kind of looks like a Justin Fry offensive line class. Guys who are going to grade the road. You know, you look at, you know, he he helped uh, orchestrate that running game with Chip Kelly that helped Zach Charbonnet be good. He's helped uh, Trayvon Henderson uh, in this offensive line progress a lot uh, this year. Now you look at the recruiting class he's bringing in. It looks like a Justin Fry operation. So I think that's a good thing for Ohio State, get his guys in there. Not that he doesn't like the guys he's working with right now. I think he really likes this group, actually. But the, the guys that he's bringing in, it does look a lot like a Fry uh, 
yeah. run game operation that that's going to help them down the road uh, and running the football. Um, Matt, I don't know if you know this. I, I really don't. Chances are I don't. 100%. Ohio, Ohio State is going to play Michigan this weekend. And the Buckeyes. I didn't know that. Oddly enough, Matt, the Buckeyes are number two. And Michigan is number three. And both teams are undefeated. And it's kind of a big deal. Oh, yeah. That's what I hear. And you and I are going to be there. You're going to be on the field getting things thrown at you. Um, yeah, that's true. With, with your block M photo vest on. But I'll be up in the, in the nice... I'll be in the nice, cozy press box. Um, but if you, the viewer, would like to go see Ohio State-Michigan this weekend in the game, there are tickets available. Um, any money you can save on these bad boys is money that you should save. So go to the GameTime app or GameTime.co. Use that promo code Buckeyes for your first purchase on the GameTime app. Of course, terms apply. But that first purchase, save $20, you could sit in Section 42 uh, in the big house for $588 right now. Uh, and that makes it 568 because you save $20 on the game time app. You might get uh, pelted with things as an Ohio state fan. You know, there, there are tickets available for $635, the best deal right now. The cheapest is 468, but there's some money to be saved with the game time app, $20 off your first purchase. And Hey, if you find a ticket on the game time app in the section or similar row, and then you send it in the, and then you, find a cheaper ticket on a different ticketing app, and then you send that into GameTime, GameTime will refund you 110% the difference. Of course, terms apply for that deal, but they will send you money back, 110% the difference on a refund. Um, so you get a little money back, and you save $20 when you use the promo code Buckeyes on your first purchase. So go to the GameTime app right now, GameTime.co. Use that promo code Buckeyes, get $20 off your first purchase, and go watch the game. It is one of the coolest things anybody could ever do in college football is be in the stands for the game. Um, I've seen one in the horseshoe. I, this will be my third in the big house. It is a, uh, it's an absolute treat just to be a small part of it. And I suggest that, that if you've never been to a game uh, either in the big house or an Ohio state Michigan game in general, go use the game time app, use that promo code Buckeye save 20 bucks and get your tail end up to Ann Arbor and watch that game. It, it's, it's an absolute blast, Matt. And I can't wait to get there. Yeah. Uh, last year was fun for about 30 minutes. I'll say that. So hopefully, uh, hopefully some of the photos are more celebration photos this year. So we'll see what happens. Everyone like loves, photo. everyone loves a good celebratory photo, man. And everyone loves a good deal. Uh, right now use the special you can get letterman row one dollar for two months it's a youtube special you can't get it anywhere else we're not putting it anywhere other than on youtube one dollar for your first two months usually we do one dollar for your first month right now we're doing one uh 50 off an annual subscription but right now youtube a special offer just for letterman row uh youtube viewers you can get one dollar for your first two months when you use the code osu1 one dollar for all of Matt Parker's coverage on the recruiting side, all of my stuff on the team side, Andy Backstrom, Tim May, the 40-year vet, uh, Alex Gleitman, the whole Letterman Row crew, and you get access to everything on three does. When you use the code OSU1, you get your first two months for one dollar. I think that's a hell of a deal, especially for YouTube uh viewers who may not be on the Letterman Row site. Uh Matt. Yeah, I have one dollar. I if I can afford one dollar, you can afford one dollar. You're absolutely right, partner. Um, speaking of, you're absolutely right, partner. Gus Johnson, Joel Klatt, Jenny Taft on the call. Ohio State, Michigan at noon on Fox. Could be the most watched regular season college football game of all time. Um, 
because of all because of the stakes, because of the lack thereof with Harbaugh, because of everything that's going on um, in this game. And then it's two versus three. And Michigan is going to try to take advantage of this on the recruiting side, Matt. We're going to talk about it a little bit. Um, the Wolverines are hosting an impressive, and usually I I kind of poke fun at Michigan recruiting because they haven't really translated two straight Big Ten championships, two straight trips to the college football playoff. Hasn't really translated to recruiting success. If they get it done on Saturday, it might because the 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 list of recruits in attendance for Ohio State Michigan on Saturday for the Michigan side is and let's just be honest with the people because this is a very heavy Ohio State fan watch show. It's an impressive list, and I think we need to talk about it because there's a lot of Ohio State targets that will get to watch the Buckeyes, um, but from a amazing blue perspective on Saturday. Yeah, they're. Uh... I want to give a big shout out to EJ Holland and Zach Libby at the Wolverine Michigan's on three uh, fan site for us being able to pick apart this list and uh, really just being able to evaluate and be like, oh, Ohio State likes that guy and Ohio State likes that guy. And there are quite a few dudes that Ohio State likes that are going to be at Michigan Stadium on Saturday. To me, the most important one uh, right off the bat is Carter Lowe, the four-star offensive tackle from Toledo Whitmer. Like that's like to me, that is the most important guy, uh, most most important Ohio State target that is visiting Michigan this weekend. This is his second game day visit to Michigan. He was up there for I want to say it was the Indiana game. Indiana was at Michigan. Is that correct? Does that sound right? Yes. Yeah, he was at the Michigan Indiana game. That was the day after I went and saw Carter play in his regular season finale, something like that. I don't know. It was like, it was late in the high school football regular season. Um, mm-hmm. And he like, kind of like, just like su- surprised us. He's like, Oh yeah, I'm going to be at Michigan tomorrow. And like that definitely raised a few antennas because Lowe has been to Ohio state three times this regular season. Uh, he was there for Western Kentucky. He was there for Penn State, and he was there for Maryland. So that gave a lot of like pause to people about like, okay, this is an Ohio kid who likes Ohio State, likes Michigan, but he's been to Ohio State three times this season. Surely that means he's he's going to be ending things. And like Lee Corso says, not so fast, my friend. Yeah, there you go. He, I mean, he is definitely interested in Michigan. He is definitely listening to what Michigan has to say. Uh, I mean, as he should, they're back-to-back Big Ten champs. They're back-to-back Joe Moore award winners. What Michigan does with offensive linemen is pretty impressive. I mean, we we have to be honest when we're talking about places that develop uh, athletes, football players. Um, to do so, to not do so would be pretty ignorant in my opinion. So, but all of that to say, like, I still like Ohio state in that recruitment. I pretty sure I have a prediction that Ohio state is going to land Carter low. I'm not changing that on the result of this game, no matter what happens. So that'll be very interesting to see how, like how, how he watches the game. Yeah. Like that to me is always interesting because for the, like we, we talked about this a little bit for the Notre Dame game um, because Notre Dame hosted a few Ohio state targets that, uh, that like Ohio state likes. Yeah. 
And one of them was Christopher Burgess, the 2025 edge rusher from Chicago, who is also going to Michigan this weekend, was at Ohio State last weekend. Um, and I, I talked with him after the Notre Dame game, and I was like, like, what's it like being in a game where both programs are recruiting you but you you're there as a guest of only one school like you have to like do all the recruiting things and you know mm -hmm. the shoots and you like notre dame wore green so like you had to wear like a green notre dame t-shirt or what have you i don't know and he was just like yeah it's a little difficult because you want to you want both sides to do well because you want to see like can you see yourself at that place and like he mentioned and i thought this was very smart he's like you mentioned how he was like you watch how the away team handles being the away team you know mm -hmm. and i was just like oh man that's that is very insightful so like does the moment get too big for guys on the road you know and he's an edge rusher so he was watching jt tui Moloel, and uh that fourth quarter that that final notre dame drive which you know that's that add that to the resume of th impressive things that jt has done as an ohio state buckeye um and much of it'll be much the same for for a lot of these guys but like christopher burgess is another guy that like i'm i think is fascinating that is a big ohio state target who announced his commitment date he will commit january 6th by the way at the all-american bowl so that is pretty significant Let's see who else uh Marquise well, I've, Davis. yeah know? i've got a couple as well yeah i've got a few actually like that i just oh, think yeah. because like i don't have insight on these recruitments so like i see you and Alex over on the recruiting side do a fantastic job at lettermanrow.com. But, like, you bring a guy's name up, so then I associate them with Ohio State. And now right. I'm reading through this, this list of, of Michigan targets that's going to be there. Like, David Sanders, the five-star offensive lineman, who's a teammate of Jaden Davis, who's also going to be there. Michigan's going to try to package deal that thing, even though David Sanders is one year behind. Like, he's at the Providence State School, and he's really good. And he's the number one offensive tackle in the country, the number four the number five overall player, Avery Gatch, another guy, offensive lineman, who they're going to have to recruit alongside Carter Lowe and David Sanders. Probably three tackles right there. How do you recruit three tackles at once? Michigan's having 10 offensive linemen from the 2025 class in town. A lot of them are in the on 300. Guess what? That's going to attract a lot of people. That's going to deter a lot of people. And so I'm intrigued to see how – how, I don't really care how Michigan handles it, to be honest. I'm interested to see how, like, Avery Gatch – and a guy like Carter Lowe respond to having 10 guys in your same position group all on campus and Michigan's trying to get all of you uh bought into the bought into the vision bought into the team the team the team so like I'm interested in that that's something that I would love to hear about and then you just brought up Marquis Davis and I'm gonna let you cook on this because you've been all over his recruitment but like hey that's a 2025 running back, one of the best in the country. Ohio State's trending for running backs elsewhere. Michigan's going to try to capitalize on that again, just like they did with Jordan Marshall. Well, let me let me try to tackle, no pun intended, but let me try to tackle your point about having 10 offensive linemen there. Uh, I believe Michigan is going to have a – they have a pretty veteran offensive line, correct? Yes, very. So, and I think they have like five – five or six offensive linemen committed in 2024. And you're, you're going to need depth. If you have youth, you're also going to need depth. And who knows, who knows what the 2024 Michigan program is going to look like. 
based on all of the things that you know the that the program and the university is is hmm, what's the proper word I want to use uh, going through right now I should say I think that's the best way to 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 put it um so like who knows what the program is going to look like right whatever whatever comes from from this this scandal the, the you know all of this stuff like you could see guys leave you could see guys decommit um go go in the portal do something else like you there's just so much that we don't know and so many results that could happen as a result of anticipated punishments or whatever is going to happen um so I mean, I think they were going to host 10 offensive linemen to begin with because that's what Michigan does. They pride the, they pride itself on being able to run the ball and being able to do that behind, you know, a curtain, like a big old wall. Like Michigan's offensive line is pretty damn big. So like it's some of those guys that are going to Michigan this weekend, they are not small. So, but as it relates to like de- deterring, it's kind of like the same thing with Ohio State and wide receivers. You yep. know, they bring mm-hmm. in the best of the best, and it's it's pretty much, hey, we want we like all of you. Um, whoever wants yeah. to be here, whoever wants to be here, be here. If you don't, yeah. if you're intimidated by it, we don't want you. Then, I think it's kind of the same message. But mm-hmm. let me let me get into Marquise Davis really quickly as we try to wrap things up here. Uh. I briefly wrote about this. It should be out either Wednesday night or Thursday morning. A, a little Thanksgiving special, if you will. Uh, yeah, we're eating out here. Marquise Davis going to Michigan is significant. Visiting Michigan, I should say. Not going to, but visiting. Marquise Davis visiting Michigan is pretty significant for a couple of reasons. One, I do believe this is his first game day visit to Michigan this season. Um, I know he was up there over the summer. It's a program that is pretty low key in his recruitment, but also Marquise Davis is pretty low key. Um, and I, I just have picked that up just, you know, talking with him in person a handful of times, you know, trading DMS and texts and so on and so forth. Like he's a pretty low key guy. Uh, but you can't help but to think anytime Michigan is interested in someone from Ohio that Ohio State is interested in. It's just like, okay, what is Ohio State going to do to make sure that that doesn't happen? And we saw that not happen in 2024 with Jordan Marshall from Cincinnati, Ohio, Archbishop Moeller, one of the best running backs in the country, in my opinion, uh, commit to Michigan. So it's like, what is Ohio State? What is Ryan Day? What is Tony Alford going to do? to ensure that a massive priority, because that's what Marquise Davis is. You don't visit Ohio State three times in one fall and not be a massive priority. Like, that just doesn't happen. Um, And you mentioned Ohio State's trending for running backs elsewhere. I think the big name that you're thinking of is Byron Lewis, the four-star running back from American Heritage in Fort Lauderdale. Uh, yeah, like, I mean, Byron Lewis is certainly a talented player. He's a very, very good running back. He reminds me a lot of a lot of things that a, a good mix of like J.K. Dobbins and like, I'm not going to go down the road of Ohio State running backs. That's not fair, especially since um, Byron Lewis is so young still. He's only 
only a junior in high school right now. So like he really hasn't hit his high school peak yet, but I haven't had the, uh, the opportunity to see him play in a game. I saw him camp and I saw him go through a workout with Tony Alford this summer, but I've seen enough of Marquise Davis to know like that, that should be the guy like that should be the number one guy. He's from Cleveland Heights. He's right there in your backyard or front yard, I guess, depending on where you're standing in Columbus was where Cleveland is. I don't know. <laughs> However you want to look at it. The point remains, he's going to Michigan this weekend. He's going to watch Michigan feed Blake Corm and Donovan Edwards for like 30 carries combined, probably. I don't know. I don't think J.J. McCarthy is going to throw more than 10 passes, in my opinion. So, like, they're going to they're gonna run the ball, man. They're going to test this Ohio State front seven. And one of the best running backs in the state of Ohio is going to be there front and center. But guess what? Ohio State's going to do the exact same thing, in my opinion. A healthy Travion Henderson is a freak. Like, we've ever since he came back from his injury, look at what he's done, you know. And a lot of that home run ability is this, a lot of the same skill set that makes Marquise Davis so special. And you think being an Ohio guy sitting in Michigan Stadium and if Travion Henderson hits one of those home runs, that'd be pretty hard to not be like, oh, wow. You know, because Donovan Edwards, I would say, is more of the home run hitter for Michigan than Blake Corum in, in my estimation. Uh, but, like, what Travion does is not what those two Michigan running backs do. And if that's a scarlet tinted glasses take, well, then so be it. My Twitter handle is in right below me. Please tell me. Um, so it'll be interesting, man. It, it'll be, certainly be interesting. I'm looking forward to talking with some of those guys after after the game. Uh, it'll be very interesting if Ohio State wins that game as well. Those Ohio State targets that are there, what's what's their thought on, on the result of the game? So we'll see. It's hard to It's hard to believe that it's already here, by the way, too, don't you think? Like, it feels like just yesterday we were on 70 West going to Bloomington uh, for for the season opener. And now here we are going to Michigan. Yeah, it's crazy. Unreal, man. It's unreal. It is crazy. Uh, A few other guys that are visiting Michigan, just just to be quick here, um, that Ohio State is in on and has recently gotten in on. Uh, Taylor Taylor. Top 100 wide receiver. Ohio State just offered. Luca Gilbert, top 100 tight end. Ohio State heavy on that recruitment. Um, from uh, Matty Aug- yes, from, from Ohio. Matty Augustine, four-star offensive lineman um, that who ha- holds an Ohio State offer right now. Uh, like you said, Christopher Burgess, linebacker Elijah Melendez, who Ohio State really likes and just got off fresh off a USC visit that he loved. Uh, DJ Pickett, the defensive back, five-star number eight overall player in the country. Trey McNutt, top 100, former um, – no, Ohio native Trey McNutt. I got him and Dorian Brew mixed up. My apologies. Uh, Ohio State legacy Trey McNutt. Yeah, Ohio State legacy Trey McNutt. So, like, uh, again, Marquise Davis. Then, you, you know, 2026, Sam Greer, Elbert Hill. Offensive line for Sam Greer, number 60 overall player. Elbert Hill, top top 100, number 54 player, defensive back. When I tell you guys that this is an impressive list, Ohio State fans love to make fun of Michigan recruiting because it's, it's not on the same level as Ohio State. This is an impressive list. This is the kind of list Ohio State would put together for this game. And so it is the list Ohio State. Like last year, you look at yeah. like last year, Ohio State hosted a bunch of guys that ended up going to Michigan. Like Cameron Calhoun was was there. Jordan Marshall was there. Luke Hamilton was there. Ben Roebuck was there. Uh 
at the time the Armstrong twins didn't have an Ohio State offer and they visited. So mm-hmm. Michigan's definitely getting up for this one, as it should. Like this is the only A, this is the only game on their schedule that was worth anything in the first place, in my opinion. No offense to Bowling Green, but like this was the only game on Michigan's schedule that like means anything. Um and this is also the with that being the case and it also being a home game. Like Michigan put on a couple of, you know, good sized recruiting weekends from my understanding, just talking with with some folks, but like nothing compares to this. Whereas Ohio State, like Penn State was their big weekend, was Ohio State's big weekend. But then Michigan State turned into a pretty big weekend. And there were some important visitors for a four o'clock kick against Minnesota. So this I mean, this is this is the game for everything. I mean, you cannot just, without overstating it, like in a dramatic way, the game is so important for so many reasons. Um, you know, there are the, the 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 big picture, obviously, right, is the the Big Ten and national championship implications, college football implications. But like, what happens on the field for sixty minutes is going to impact what happens on the field for 60 minutes, two years from now, three years from now. Um, and that, that deserves, that deserves uh, some, some talking points, which is what we're doing here in the Letterman lounge. But uh, I think, I think we're going to, we're going to cut it here. Don't you think? Do you have any yeah. I, I did have one more question for you, Matt, just before we get out of here, what are you wearing on Saturday? Like you got to be in your, in your best, right. For, for Ohio State. Yeah. Everyone yeah. wants to be at their best. Yeah. Um, nice coat, a nice, nice jacket, maybe some, some, some snazzy pants, you know, makes sense. Makes sense. We'll see what happens. I don't know. I'm going to be in my bird dogs because I wear my best for the biggest moments. Uh, birddogs.com slash LR use promo code LR at checkout. You get a free hydro flask style water bottle. When you use the promo code LR at checkout right now, Black Friday coming up in just a couple days. Matt Parker and I are going to try to do some Christmas shopping of this busy, busy, busy week that is Black Friday week, Thanksgiving week, but Ohio State Michigan week more than anything. Um, and I'm probably going to throw some bird dog stuff in the cart, make sure to, to take care of the family, take care of some friends uh, with the gift of bird dog. Give the gift of bird dogs this holiday season and use the promo code LR. You get your friends or family something nice from bird dogs. You get a free Hydro Flask style water bottle um, just for purchasing something. When you use the promo code LR at checkout or go to birddogs.com slash LR. Um, I have bird dog shorts on right now. The gym shorts are game changing, life changing. Um circumstance changing, whatever you want to say. Uh, I change into them whenever I can because they're incredible. My wife yells at me because I wear them too often Um, because they're bird dogs and I love them. And I would stand up and show you, but you don't just need to see uh, the waist region of my body. So I'm not going to do that, but I promise I'm wearing my bird dog shorts. Um, And you can wear bird dog shorts. You can wear the pants, the polos, the hats. When you use the promo code LR at checkout or just go to birddogs.com slash LR, you get that free Hydro Flask style water bottle with any first purchase at birddogs.com slash LR. Matt, what do you say we get out of here, man? Go cover Ohio State, Michigan. Hey, let's have Thanksgiving first. You know, let's let's have Thanksgiving first. Let's eat, you know, get all the sweet potato casserole that, that you can fit in your gullet. All right. Favorite Thanksgiving side dish? Oh, sweet potato casserole, 100%. Marshmallows or no? 
Uh, I am no marshmallow, but if they are there, I'm not going to complain either. Yeah, I'm a big Midwest guy. I'll take the green bean casserole. Oh, that's a good one. That is a good one. Oh, yeah. All right. Casserole, though. It's like a dessert, but it's not a dessert, you know? Uh, Drop your favorite Thanksgiving side dish in the comments if if you're still around at the 35-minute mark in the Letterman Lounge. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys in the big house, the Stallion Stable, on Saturday for Ohio State versus Michigan at noon. If you're not there, go to Fox and watch it because they're trying to set a a, uh, viewership record. I don't really care about that. I just care about what's going on. On the field in the big house, we'll be Letterman Row have full coverage of that. Tim made the 40-year bet. He's heading up there. Andy Backstrom, he'll be there. I'm Spencer Holbrook. I'll be there. And that is Matt Barker covering recruiting and photography on that side of the screen for LettermanRow.com. Go get that coverage. Two months for a dollar when you use the promo code OSU1. We'll see you guys at LettermanRow.com. We'll see you in the big house on Saturday. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.